hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely blessed day today, and be sure to check out the product of the week, the Cortisol Buster, on sale right now for over 10% off. And I saw earlier, I've had multiple people that I know I'm friends with that have been flying cross country for various trips, various seminars, various conferences, and they've all been telling me that the ability to fly and travel freely has been heavily subdued, including delays, cancellations, all across the board. And it's interestingly enough, I saw another article earlier from Zero Hedge, and they are now saying the same thing we've said for the last two weeks now that up to 40% of TSA workers who oversee airport security have refused to be injected with an experimental gene therapy shot. Imagine that. And I have to give kudos to TSA. Most of the time when I've flown previously, not been a huge fan of TSA. I always opt out of the radiation scanner, and I get to get groped. You know, by a TSA agent. And so I've always kind of had this uh, for TSA agents, but I have to give them credit. 40% of the TSA staff and workforce is refusing to get injected. That's actually impressive. Those are good numbers. I'm impressed. And so they're now saying that the United States bumbling the food by the administration is now trying to pick up contingency plans over possible staffing shortages as the November 8th deadline allegedly looms for the bumbling buffoon has told everybody they have to get injected with gene therapy or they don't have a job, apparently, in the TSA. So we will see how this plays out over the next four days. This is very, very interesting as more and more agencies, law enforcement, firefighters, airline pilots, you name it, have pretty much decided they will be the resistance. And I applaud them and I commend them. It's definitely something that we all have to do. Also, too, I saw a video this morning that was uh, grossly disturbing. And it was a full-blown psychological propaganda film for young children. And it was designed to make young children believe that getting injected with experimental RNA gene therapy now makes them a superhero. Pfizer released this disturbing video that literally says, if you got the shot as a child, you now are a superhero and you have superpowers because you're fighting COVID and you've decided to get injected and you are now a superhero. Can't make this up. Saw the video earlier. I'll post it on the website. Very, very disturbing. Even includes children running around in costumes, masks, capes, basically holding up signs saying, you're my superhero because you decided to get injected with RNA gene therapy. Obviously, it doesn't say that to an exact extent, but it says you're our superhero. And the thing that I've kept seeing now Over and over and over again, the main thing that we've now all continued to see 
is the unbelievably aggressive propaganda towards pregnant women, towards children, and towards individuals that have not been fully awakened to what's going on. And what we have now seen is they're going to stop at nothing. Pfizer is going to make tens of billions of dollars off these injections with their new approval, injecting 5- to 11-year-olds. And as we talked yesterday, they're now working on getting approval for six-month-olds. And I'm just going to say this flat out. If a parent really decides to inject their six-month-old with RNA gene therapy, they're a derelict of a parent. They really don't deserve to have children. I'm going to throw that out there right now. If you really actually go through with that and you inject a six-month-old newborn baby with RNA gene therapy that has never even been extensively tested on adults any longer than two months of phase three trials, which were a joke. We talked about that yesterday. And you actually inject your children with this? I mean, where are we going here? Where is this going to stop? As we've already seen, it doesn't matter if you got your first shot or second shot or third shot. They're now saying the four shots available. And, of course, they're already saying in Israel, if you have not gotten your fourth booster shot, then you're not fully vaccinated anymore. doesn't matter if you got your first and second Pfizer shot. doesn't matter if you got your third booster shot from Pfizer. Unless you've got your fourth booster shot from Pfizer, no, no, you're not. You're not considered vaccinated. You no longer have your green pass, which is what they have over there. Your vaccine passport. This is going to end poorly for everybody that continues to go along with this. And as we're now seeing, out of the blue, China has now told their residents in China. Chinese residents, that they need to stock up food immediately for winter 2021 at all cost. They've now urged that the energy crisis, they're unable to get enough coal into the country to keep the lights on within many cities. And as a result, there's going to be a severe electricity shortage throughout the nation. And people need to stockpile food ahead of winter 2021. 21. Now, is China basically fear-mongering? Are they throwing out fear porn right now to spook the rest of the world? Or are they actually telling their residents this because they want them to be prepared, unlike the United States, where they pretty much tell us the only thing you can do is shelter in place and take RNA gene therapy. There's no other option for you. I don't know. But I know one thing about it is China seems to care about their residents and their military a lot more than the United States does. As I told you yesterday, I've looked extensively and I have not found any significant data that shows China is forcibly mandating their military, their ready military, to be injected with RNA gene therapy. As we have now seen, they're using blanket deny letters in the Marine Corps to deny any and all religious exemptions for the vaccine mandate. They're now literally copying and pasting the exact same thing all across the board in the beloved core and telling them 
your religious belief doesn't matter, your medical belief doesn't matter, you will get the injection because we have to maintain military readiness. But what happens when people start dropping dead and having significant adverse effects? I don't know. I guess they're just ignoring that aspect. Or maybe they know something like the Marine Corps is going to get the batches that don't cause any adverse effects because they're full of saline. Like we saw in the expose earlier this week, certain batches have horrific side effects, almost all of them causing death. Other batches have virtually no side effects. You be the judge. You make the determination. But one thing we have seen very clearly over the last couple of weeks is we are being lied to on a monumental basis. What do you think, then? You're right. It's all a lie. Everything's a lie. I've done a show before, and I covered the 40 things that they're doing as far as from a national, international basis that are just all lies, including the media including our control of Congress being held by the people. I mean, on and on and on and on. I mean, even Donald Trump came out yesterday and, or a couple of days ago and said that Israel controlled both houses of Congress. I mean, you know, we got to understand what's going on here. And the Israeli folks are in their fourth kill shot now because they hate the Jews as much as they hate the Christians because the people that are running the planet are the synagogue of Satan. The Bible tells you that in the book of Revelation. And they are basically uh, Luciferians. They, they worship a snake in a tree called Moloch. I mean, it's just, it's hard to make this stuff up. You can't even, you, it's hard to even report on it because it's the same thing over and over and over again. It's always the same people doing all of this stuff. And we need to realize that. And these young children, ages five years of age, and Austin's right, a, person, a parent who would allow this to be injected into their child is negligent. But I'm going to say one other thing. 90 to 95% of the parents have already signed on to the 76 vaccines that the children have to have by the time they're 18 years old to stay in the public school system. So they've already been, basically compromised in the believing that what they're being given in the school systems, what their doctors are giving them is good for them, including the MMR shot that causes so many children to come down with autism. And all of these children now, sometimes in some classrooms, up to 50% of these children have, how should I say, brain disorders. You see it over and over and over again. I mean, I wrote a book on this 20 years ago. I mean, it's out of print. You can get it used if you'd like, but it's dated. It's called Maximum Solutions to ADD, Autism, and Learning Disabilities in Children. It was published by a major publisher. I think I think uh, Nelson Publication put that one out. And, and the sad part of it may have been uh, may have been the Charisma House. I don't remember anymore. But the point is, it's been a long time since I wrote that book, and I warned of this impending doom that was going to come and settle on our children. And now we have these kids that I was warning about. They're in their thirties and forties now at this point, and they're basically, you know, in a situation where their IQs are down ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty points. They can't have thinking anymore. They, it's like George Carlin. They don't want a population that has critical thinking skills. Now, let me stop for one second. I talked to Sharon about this yesterday because it's a very razor-thin line that you have to be careful with, and especially with young kids. You have to teach young children critical thinking skills. Now, why is that? Because if you don't teach them that there's solutions and there's you know, problems and all these different things that they have to make decisions on and they have to learn critical thinking skills, they won't understand when something happens to them that's bad. You know, when the parents won't understand something happens to them bad, they'll think they're a victim of circumstance or they had bad luck or they didn't win the lotto because they're not lucky enough, okay? Everything's based on luck. That's how the world looks at things. When I was young, remember my mom had gone through the rise and fall of the Third Reich, my father and my mom got divorced primarily because of her PTSD, PTSD, when I was about five years old. And my mom raised me 
along with my grandfather, who was basically there every six months for six months, and then he had to go back to Germany because of the uh, the visas, et cetera, et cetera. Now, what they taught me was this: question the narrative, because they had gone through and seen what Hitler had done to Germany, and how so many of the relatives had died, and how so many of the people had been basically displaced, and how many so many of the buildings and so many of the cities were completely and totally destroyed, and how we lost almost all of our relatives in the war. Okay, so they they questioned the narrative on everything. So my mom and my grandfather would teach me to question things. Now, the problem with that is when you're questioning the narrative and you're 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 years old, the other children think you're negative. Okay, you're being negative because you're saying, well, why are they doing this? Well, that's how I was raised, to question the narrative. Now, the reality is is you've got to balance that out, and you've got to understand that this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it regardless of the consequences or the circumstances or the choices that I'm forced to make. That's the balance of the whole thing. And what ended up happening, I got real, real, how should I say, questioning of authority, real negative about stuff. And then finally I got saved I, when I was 23 years old. And I started reading the Bible, and I started understanding what the Scripture meant. I developed concrete, rational thought. And then I was exposed to Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn. And I realized that, you know, if you see a, a, a garden and it's completely filled with weeds, you can't call it a beautiful garden. Now, it can become a beautiful garden, but right now it's a garden of weeds. So you've got to see the positive and the negative, and we have to train ourselves to do that. That's really important. So you could say, that's a garden of weeds. If you say, that's a beautiful garden, you're deluding yourself. You've got to see the weeds. You've got to go out and pull the weeds, and you've got to work to make a beautiful garden. And if you do that, you can change your life. By the words that you speak and by the power of your prayers and by the attitude that you maintain. Really important to understand that. Give you guys a little bit of TED Lesson 101 this morning on what I went through as a child and why I became who I am today is because you have to have concrete, rational thought, number one. You've got to be able to see things and look at both sides of the argument. And number two, you've got to find a way to reframe the stuff that's going on around you to make it positive so you can proceed with your life and not walk around in despair having to worry about taking you know antidepressants all the time because it's so negative so i want to share that with you real quick so you've got to look at it see what it is and you've got to be willing to work at it and maintain focus to get it fixed this morning i talked to my 19 year old daughter savannah and i told her i said look i said when you go to school she's in college her second year of college i said you're going to have an association of different people there. You're going to have unbelievably good Christian people in the secular school, and you're going to have unbelievably heathen people in the secular school. And you've got to choose on who you want to associate with. The quickest way to differentiate yourself from the people in the school that you don't want to associate with is, number one, language. If everything is filthy, they talk about, and everything is about sex, they talk about, you don't need to associate with those people because bad company will corrupt good character. Now, what you need to do is talk about Jesus, talk about going to church, and they will disassociate themselves from you. You will learn very, very quickly who they are and what they are and what they believe. Don't say that to Savannah. She'll talk to you about Jesus. Well, how about we just don't talk to Savannah at all because she's going to talk about Jesus. And the reality is the Bible says in Corinthians, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. That's what the word says. Bad company corrupts good character and coming out from among them. So we don't have to associate with the secular people of the world that want to tell filthy jokes all the time. And all they think about is who their next conquest is going to be as far as taking them to the bedroom. And I'm, that's very direct and very blunt, but don't hang out with people like that because bad company will corrupt good character. Now, I said all that to say this. 
the young children are being told that they're going to become a superhero now when they take this injection. They're in a theta brainwave state. They believe everything they're told until about the age of eight. They have no filter. They have no buffer. You heard me talk about this at the county school board meeting a few months back. We posted that on the website. That's who the kids are. So if they can convince them at the age of five that they're going to be a superhero, they won't be telling them about the myocarditis that going to have a high probability of coming down with or the fact that they're going to have their testicles and their ovaries attacked and they'll never be able to have children because at the age of five you don't think about that anyhow you don't care even at the age of 10 12 13 or 14 you don't think about it that's why so many young girls get pregnant when they're 12 13 14 years old because they don't realize that when you have a sex with a young man there's a high probability you're going to get pregnant they don't get it they don't think through it and so they end up getting pregnant i saw that over and over and over again when i was a kid and this is, gosh, it's back in the 60s and 70s. Imagine nowadays, it's awful. But, of course, nowadays, they just go out and get an abortion. It's horrible what the hell, what's going on with the, with the abortion and the sacrifice of Moloch and the Baal and the Asherah through you know, abortion. But we have to understand that they're coming after the kids now because they want to sterilize them. And I can't be any more blunt than that. And they want to create an hermaphroditic race because they've got the school system prepped now with the transgender teachers – the transgender pronouns and all the things that they want to do right now to these kids so when they become hermaphroditic and they never go through secondary sexual sexual characteristics because they go through puberty because they don't produce testosterone or estrogen and they never start they never start ovulating and they never develop testosterone from their testicles because their testicles are impaired so they never look like athletes anymore they just look like a hermaphroditic race which is what they want that's what they want the kids to do now, Biden, the senile one, of course, he's doing the, the will of his Kabbalist handlers. That's what he always does. That's when he got on his knees to the president of Israel back in January or February of this year, which we reported on and nobody else seemed to care about. But we showed you who he basically cowed down to and who ruled him. Now, just think about that. I was watching a movie last night with Richard Gere and Sean Connery. I think it was called The First Night. And uh, he came up to Sean Connery, who was to King Arthur, and he basically kneeled down before him and took his hand because he was showing him respect and homage. And he was on his knees. Well, that's exactly what Biden did. Now, you probably missed the details from Biden's announcement the other night when he gave us this long thing about the kids being injected because it was very quickly packed into the totalitarian of the announcement. Basically, they're going to start vaccinating kids from 5 to 11 at school next week. Next week at school. Listen to me. At school. They're going to give the injections at school all over the United States. Thousands and thousands and thousands of schools have signed up to it already. I know it doesn't sound possible that it could be happening so quickly, but you got to watch the transcript. And I've sent this and I posted this for you on Health Masters. I mean, this is absolutely frightening. Been in motion for months. They put 28 million shots into production months and months ago, probably a year ago, because they were planning on injecting the kids way back then. Don't be surprised if this happens without your consent at the school. Now, remember, and they'll say, oh, it was a you know, misidentity, misidentity or whatever it was. They're going to say all these kids have to be injected. President Biden's conference, it was on November the 3rd, 2021. You, got, you can watch it, and you need to watch the entire link. It's been posted on the Health Masters. He's announced vaccines have been approved for children, and he says the vaccines will be injected into the children after school starting next week. Specifically, President Biden stated in the reference video, time slot, 34.45 to 35. You need to watch 34 to 37 minutes. The rest of it is a waste of time. You hear him bumbling around. He goes, my administration is ready. We are ready from day one to day, organize and have a plan for this vaccination's launch. As soon as next week, we will have enough vaccines and enough places, and parents will be able to schedule appointments to get their kids their first shot. 
Number two, sec- time, second timeline, 35 to 35-22. We have already secured a vaccine supply for every single child in America, ages 5 through 11. We started packages shipping these vaccines months ago. Last week, he said, but it's not true. It's months ago. Then he goes, these doses will be available at approximately 20,000 locations. You know how long it takes to put the logistics together on 20,000 locations, my friends? These include places that parents know and trust. They are local pharmacies. They are pediatricians, family doctors, and children's hospitals. We have also been working with governors, mayors, and local school leaders to bring vaccines to schools. As of today, more than 6,000, listen to me, friends, School clinics have already been planned school districts around this country. This is Biden's words, 6,000 school districts. So he's taking these things to your children, to your schools. You think, well, well, what's wrong with that? You know, if you're saying that, I don't know why you're listening to this show. But listen to me. Back in the 60s, we, me, my family, my relation, my, 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 when we were, when I was like, you know, five years old, 1960, right? My birthday's November the 8th, so I'll be 66. But listen, they gave us oral polio a lot of the oral polio vaccine they tested on us had live polio virus and a lot of the people including my friend jimmy who died a few weeks ago came down with polio from the oral polio vaccine but what they didn't tell us that they grew this polio vaccine in kidney cells from monkeys that had cancers it was called simian 40 sv40 had contaminated approximately 100 million doses of this this is back 60 years ago and by internal memos from the literally laboratories, this chief producer of polio vaccine in the United States indicated SP40 may have not been completely removed. It was inside of these lots after they were told to take it out of the lots. The documents also suggest that the company failed to test the monkey kidney seed strains used to make the bulk polio vaccine for contamination. Now, this is all posted on the Health Masters website. You can read through it. In recent years, more than 60 scientific studies have found that the SP40 is in rare human brain, bone, and lung-related cancers. Now, listen to me. They gave us a polio vaccine which caused brain, bone, and lung-related cancer, and the same kind of tumors the virus caused in laboratory animals. Some scientists believe the SV40 may play a role in causing these cancers, brain, bone, and lung-related cancers. One of the biggest mysteries, however, is why SV40 has been found in tumors removed from people who never received the contaminated Salk vaccine that was contaminated away with the SV40. In other words, they're finding tumors right now in people that have SV40 in these vaccines, even though this supposedly has been out of production from 1962. Now, remember this. Epigenetics means that the body comes in and changes its own DNA based upon the environmental circumstances and incorporates this SV40 into the genetic code that's being passed through breast milk, being passed through DNA, being passed through who knows what into our children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren of the people that were given this stuff in 1960. This is a problem, isn't it? So now we see this 60 years later. They're finally coming out and telling us the truth. Are they going to come out in 60 years and tell us now that the COVID shot that we gave these young children caused a massive problem in these young children becoming hermaphroditic and being sterilized and could no longer reproduce? Are they going to tell us that the reason we've lost the population continuity of the quote-unquote basket of genetics that we have in the United States is because they were sterilized? See, the United States is a unique country. We have people from all over the world that have come into the United States for hundreds of years and have basically been incorporated into our nation and become part of our system as the American citizen. This has been changed now through massive immigration. 
they don't want you to be a little American anymore. They want you to be a person from Somalia or a person from Russia or a person from China, and you maintain your own nationality, so you destroy the fabric of our society, which makes America great, which means we all became Americans. My mom, when she came over from Germany, had to learn to speak English before she was allowed to become an American citizen. Now I go to the gas station, the gas pumps, or the grocery store, or wherever, and people are just walking around me here in Florida speaking Spanish, speaking other languages, and I have no idea what they're saying because they're part of our, quote, community now, but they no longer are in our community. They are separate because they haven't been forced to learn English, period. I'm letting you guys know that. So that's the problem that we've run into in the United States. They want to destroy nationalism. This is why Donald Trump's message ranks so strongly with people my age, because we remember what the United States used to be before it was destroyed by this mass immigration because of this political correctness, wokeness that brought, was brought to us by the Frankfurt School. Donald Trump would give you 80 percent of what you wanted to hear. Then he would do 20 percent of what he wanted to do, which was against what he said. In other words, his talk was right, but his walk was wrong. His walk talked more than his talk talked. Hence, all of the people from the CFR he put in the positions of power because he's being controlled by the same Kabbalists who run Israel. The same Kabbalists who hate the Jews, who hate the Christians, who hate the Hindus, who hate the Muslims, who hate everybody who's not a Kabbalist. Like, you know, you know, Madonna is a perfect example of who wear the little red string around the wrist. These people are Satanists, and they all work together, and they've coalesced around their, <laughs> their hermaphroditic god, and they've coalesced around all of the people on the news stories who wear the little red strings, like Tucker Carlson, who still wear, who wears a red string around his wrist, or, or Trump's daughter. And these people are everywhere. They're top-level Masonic leaders who have pledged their lives to Lucifer, and they're top-level Kabbalists who have pledged their lives to Lucifer, and they're in the shadows. And these people are not weirdos that you see walking around the street or homeless sitting on the shelves on the corners. These people are judges. They're attorneys. <laughs> they're doctors. They're professionals. They're engineers. They're mayors. They're on your county commission. They're on your city commission. They're in the Senate. They're in the House, and they sit in the presidency of the United States. That's who controls the planet. Is this group of weirdos who want to bring in a third temple, bring their Antichrist out of the third temple, declare him God, put him as the president of the world, I guess through the United Nations, and rule the planet through Tel Aviv, through Noahide laws? Now, that's about as blunt as I can get. That's who's doing this. And if we don't look at who's doing it and why they're doing it, we'll never understand it. But our battle is not against flesh and blood. We've read you this so many times out of Ephesians. It's against these principalities. And no matter what we do, we have to put on the armor of God. And we've got to stand firm against this. We have to stand. And when all else fails, we have to stand because we have victory through Christ because we serve an omnipresent God who already knows how the story ends and there's no way they can circumvent what he wants to do in the long run because he knows how the story ends and he controls the universe. Heck, he already flooded the planet once with Noah and he already sent his Christ to change the omnipresent timeline to, to, to what he wanted it to be. This is something we have to understand that we have faith and we have power through Jesus. Don't put your hope and your faith in a politician. Keep it on the King of Kings, on the Lord of Lords, on Jesus. And don't let your children believe that they're going to become a superhero in a state of brainwave state if they take this injection. Tell them, do not take the injection. And if your school's doing these injections one day, keep your kids at home. Yeah, just do a sick day. Don't bring them in. And write a note with the kids. My child is not under any circumstances to get this vaccine, period. You don't say on a note, I'm going to sue you in the school and you the individual who does this. I will not allow my son to take this vaccine. 
say this. Don't do what we did. I remember drinking that stinking oral polio crap and getting the TB shot when I was a child. I, mean, I still got the scar from the TB shot, and I, and I still remember drinking the polio shot. By the grace of God and God alone, we were basically not given a live virus that caused us to come down with polio. Think through this. They've done it before. They're doing it again. It's all about eugenics and controlling the population and destroying nationalism in the United States and bringing us into a one-world order. That's their stated goal, not my goal. That's what they want. They've said that from the, from the Oval Office through George Bush to bring in a new world order, thousand points of light. That's all Kabbalah from the points of light of the universe of the doggone tree, which, which the snake is wrapped in. These All these guys at this high level are in on it. Ugh. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, that's well said. And, I mean, we've, we've talked about it in detail before, but as you start to see now this whole aspect of rolling the COVID injection, this RNA gene therapy, out on the 5- to 11-year-olds has been very, very well planned, as Ted just talked about and we've talked about in detail. You don't get that level of infrastructure and millions of vials and syringes in place because you just kind of have this idea that maybe possibly the FDA is going to prove it. They already knew what it was going to do. They already knew the FDA was going to approve it. The FDA is completely and totally compromised. Just like now we're seeing Kali Kai out in Hawaii, they've now sent letters to the parents announcing the upcoming vaccine drive for elementary school students and told the parents they are not welcome. The bizarre request appears in a letter to parents from the Kali Kai uh, Elementary School. In Honolulu, in the letter, the school says they've scheduled two different vaccine clinics for the elementary school as the FDA has now approved the experimental jab for the youngsters. And in the letter, you can read it, it says tentatively the vaccine clinic will be on November 10th and December 1st as the Pfizer vaccine requires two doses. The clinic will take place on campus during the school day. Parents will not be allowed on campus during the clinic and it specifically capitalizes will not you can't make this up parents will not capitalized be allowed on campus during the clinic are you kidding me right now this is a elementary school these are five six seven year old children this is not a college campus This is elementary school, and parents will not be allowed on campus while they're injecting these children with RNA gene therapy? You've got to be joking me right now, and everybody thinks this has been some type of joke. That you just a mask. Just put it on. Just stand six feet away. Don't get mad about it just comply it's just a shot it's just a second shot it's just a booster shot it's just a fourth shot i mean golly it's not that big of a deal just get your 57th shot and shut up where are we going with this guys honolulu hawaii parents will not be allowed on campus during the clinic how far are people going to let this go you gonna let your kids go to school and be injected against your consent? Five and six-year-olds, this isn't even high school. 
This is elementary school. And they specifically state in the letter, will not be allowed on campus. And they capitalize it. They're telling you in the paper they own your children. They're letting you know that. They own them. They are their possession to do what they want with however they want, whenever they want. They're letting you know that in Hawaii, guys. I'm just throwing that out there. And best believe this isn't going to stop in Hawaii. It's spreading all across the country. For example, you guys want to get another example of it? I'll just give you a big example of it. Oh, that's right. San Francisco, California Department of Health has now announced yesterday during a town hall that the vaccine passport requirements imposed on the city will now be expanded to include children 5 to 11 years old. And I quote from the Department of Public Health, a related question which people have asked me, which is what about the Local San Francisco health order that requires vaccination to go into restaurants or to go into any games or any activities. When is that going to apply to children 5 to 11? Dr. Susan Phillips, the director of disease prevention and control branch, said, we definitely want to wait to make sure the children have an opportunity to get injected. So that will happen no sooner than about eight weeks after the vaccine is available to all children. So there will be a limited time in which there will not be those requirements. But at some point in the near future, five to 11-year-olds will have to show proof of vaccination to access any setting. End quote. Yeah, that's San Francisco, guys. Five to 11-year-olds are going to have to walk around like peasants with a vaccine passport in their pocket like we're in East Germany. Are you kidding me right now? you got to walk around with papers, please, five years old. I need to see your papers to walk into a restaurant, little child. Where's your papers? Well, I've, I've got my vaccination card right here. No, I'm sorry. It only shows you've been vaccinated with the first two Pfizer injections. Didn't you hear? You've been required to get the third booster. You are no longer allowed in this restaurant. You are now completely barred from functioning society. And people wondered how Revelations and the Mark of the Beast was going to be implemented. And they're literally watching this unfold with their mouths on the floor and their head on the ground saying, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. It's, it's just a shot. This, this isn't the mark of the beast. You guys calm down. You're conspiracy theorist. Go put your tinfoil hat back on. Well, I hate to tell you guys, there is no tinfoil hats anymore. There is no conspiracy theories. There's pretty much just facts of what we're watching. From Honolulu to San Francisco, they are now implementing essentially what we're starting to see now is the early soft phase of the mark of the beast. And as disgusting as it is, so many people are still complying and saying, well, it's just a shot. It's just a second shot. It's just a third shot. Well, it's just a fourth shot. I'm not – just just get in shut up. I talked to one of my friends yesterday. He's out there in Vegas for the SEMA Auto Show, biggest aftermarket vehicle show in the world. Vegas Convention Center, huge. 
I was supposed to be out there. Canceled everything. Canceled my hotel. Canceled everything. I wasn't going to go out there. Told you guys before. They sent me a letter and stated that you will be required to wear a mask at any and all times inside the SEMA Convention Center. And on the uh, the right wing, you will be required to show proof of vaccination or you will be required to get a COVID test. And I asked him, I said, was I wrong at not going out there? I said, I've seen some photos of you. You're not wearing a mask. And he goes, no, no, I, I get away with it some. He goes, but pretty much any time you transfer to another wing, they have security armed standing there. And if you try to walk in without a mask, they tell you you're required to put a mask on immediately or you're going to be forcibly ejected from the SEMA auto show. I said, did you put a mask on? He said, well, yeah, I wanted to go in there. I said, so you, so you put a mask on like a little peasant. He goes, well, yeah. He goes, I, just, I did because I wanted to go to the next, you know, the next, the next wing. And I said, well, I said, at least they know you're a good little peasant. I said, at least they know that you're a compliant little peasant. I said, make sure you don't ruffle any feathers over there. He didn't respond back to me. Got a little irritated about that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But on the other hand as well, I've talked to numerous people that did not go out there. And I said, where does this stop? It stops when people stop complying. It stops when people stop consenting. They stop giving their will, and they stop consenting like peasants. And they say, listen, we're done. We're no longer going to play theater. A friend of mine who owns a huge lighting company that's out there right now, he sent me a photo of the water fountains at the SEMA Auto Convention. They have padlocks on them. Yeah. I, I didn't misspeak. They have padlocks on them with big, giant, red covers on the water fountains with huge padlocks. I mean, you could probably shoot this padlock and it wouldn't blow off. This water fountain is not in use at this current time with a padlock on it. So, of course, if you guys know, if you've ever been to Las Vegas, water is a scarcity item out there. You got to go buy a bottle of water, which is usually eight dollars at the convention center for a little bottle of water. So now they have said you're not allowed to bring in drinks. You are not allowed to drink water at the water fountain. You are only allowed to go into the cafeteria and buy water bottles, like good peasants, and then you can walk around. And of course, the entire time you're walking around, you have to be masked. But when you get into the giant cafeteria in the West Wing, if you're seated and you're eating, you don't have to wear a mask. My friends, how long are we going to continue to play this theater? This is like dress-up. We're playing like Ken and Barbie. Really? Is this where it's going to keep going? We're just going to keep pretending that this is okay? But it's not. As you're seeing now, more and more and more and more products all across the country are disappearing. Shelves empty. Gas stations. Pumps are covered. I went to the racetrack yesterday. Half the pumps were covered. They had plastic bags over them. I had a friend of mine send me photos of Walmart. They had these giant tarps over the meat section. They said the products are not available at this time. There was nothing behind the tarps. The shelves were empty. They had nothing, absolutely nothing. And then at the same time, we're wondering why Ron Paul, the Ron Paul, is now coming out, and he is saying that they are 
absolutely creating a unique patient identifier that he blocked back in the 90s. He blocked it back in the 90s. Back in 1998, he said, when I began to fight the unique patient ID in the 90s, my opponents denied that medical identifiers would ever make it possible to ensure, basically, that medical records could be exposed. He said, now they're saying they should support medical identifiers because they allow the government, officials, employers, schools, airlines, stores, restaurants to discover what, if any, vaccines or medical treatment you have or have not received. The result of this identifier will be a medical caste system where those who refuse to follow the mandates of their owners or advice of the experts are denied opportunities to work, receive an education, or even go to church or enjoy a night out on the town. This is no different than China's social credit score program in which citizens are banned from public travel and other routine activities if they don't comply with the government demands. And I can't argue with Ron Paul. Man's brilliant. Extremely brilliant. Wish he could have become president. But they never gave him a chance. They cut him off, if you guys remember. Every time he'd get in a debate, he'd start to talk about stuff like, well, we need to look at auditing the Federal Reserve. Uh, sorry, your time's up, Mr. Paul. I know you had a minute and a half, but we actually cut it to 15 seconds. Next question. It was blatant. They were not going to allow him to be president. That's why you always got to question the narrative. When you see individuals get into the position where they allow them to have that autonomy and start speaking their mind, why are they in that position? And I'm not saying everybody is compromised. But what I am saying is you have to question the narrative, especially when you see people start coming out and getting huge views, huge likes, huge pushback, and also huge support on platforms like YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Because you already know, my friends, those platforms are full communist dictatorships. They are controlled and dominated by communism. So if they are allowing those individuals to speak their mind on those platforms, you have to ask, why are they allowed to still stay up on those platforms? We got pulled down years ago for good reason, because we speak the truth and only the truth, and the truth will set you free. What do you think, Deb? Four years ago, just January, we got yoked off of YouTube, never to be returned. <laughs> Four yeah. years ago. I mean, you know, why are these people still on YouTube? Oh, they've been taken down. Well, they're still up on YouTube. You know, when they start talking about the stuff they're not supposed to talk about, suddenly they get yoked off of YouTube, and this time it's for real. You know, uh, the SGT report with Sean. I just posted an article he came out with this just today. I mean, it was this amazing article. And he straight calls out the groups that are involved in doing this and is basically a plot to exterminate the United States, the SGT special report, November the 4th, 2021. He's been yoked off of YouTube. <laughs> Once you start talking about the group that runs the planet, and like Donald Trump did the other day, Israel controls both houses of Congress. <laughs> Once you talk about it, oh, the Costa Nostra, the Jewish mafia, the Italian mafia, the Russian mafia, the communist mafia, all work together in concert to basically run their illegal gains through the different banks that they use to launder money all over the world, and they buy the politicians and blackmail them. That's that group, along with their nefarious worship services they have in the middle of the night where they sacrifice humans and young children to Baal and Moloch and to Asherah 
This is the synagogue of Satan. Uh, there, that's <laughs> that's why we're not on YouTube because I just said that. I just thought I'd mention that. That is why we are not on YouTube, and uh, we need to we need to realize that. I just got a, a text from Dr. Lee Merritt, and she was basically on a talk show in an area, and then basically got slammed by the NPR, the National Public Radio, the National Zionist Network, you could call them, the the National Communist Exposure, uh, trying to force everybody into a communist mindset. The NPR that you and I pay for with our tax dollars as they promote a communist doctrine, a Zionist communist mindset throughout the entire planet and the world and slam anybody who comes against them. Lee Merritt just sent me this. It says, a doctor spread COVID information and renewed her license with a mouse click. Dr. Lee Merritt's a friend of the show, is a friend of mine, an absolutely brilliant, brilliant clinician. And here's what it says. And she's telling the truth. So this is what she gets. For much of the pandemic, <laughs> Dr. Lee Merritt has appeared on talk shows and lecture halls to spread false information on COVID-19. Among her claims, which are true, I'm adding that, that the SARS-CoV-2 virus is genetically engineered bioweapon. <laughs> it's all over the news. We know that it is. The U.S. intelligence community says it's not. Well, of course they're going to say it's not because they're the ones who did it. And that vaccination dramatically increases the risks of death from covid <laughs> which is true. And the entire pandemic, she says in public lectures, a vast global conspiracy to exert social control, which is exactly what it is. So they're telling you the truth. They're telling you that it's not the truth because this is disinformation. And yet in October, this brilliant scientist, this brilliant doctor, who that's not adding that, was able to renew her medical license in the state of Nebraska. Documents obtained through a public record request by the NPR. <laughs> of course, when the NPR puts in a public record request, they get it very quickly. Showed it took just a few clicks, 12 yes or no questions answered online to allow her to extend her license for another year. Critics wrongly say that Dr. Merritt's renewal is another example of how the nation's state medical boards are failing to protect the public from a small minority of doctors spreading COVID falsehood. You know, this is crazy. Dr. Merritt is one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. She's incredibly articulate. And she's the only guest that I've ever given who's a medical professional on my show Card Blanc to come on onto our show, the Ted Nelson Brower Show, at any time, any point, any place that we do the show, any day. In other words, I will actually, you know, change what we're going to talk about to bring Dr. Merritt on. She's that good and she's that right. So I completely and totally respect this woman. She's absolutely amazing. And guys, I'm giving you my little rah 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 for Dr. Lee Merritt today because, quite frankly. We all have to support her. We have to support the people that are telling the truth about all of this mess. And we've got to continue to say when someone says something not true about them, we've got to come in and we've got to defend them. And I'm doing that right now. And please, please support Dr. Merritt. And, you know, when you see her talk on a show or you see her when she has a thread of comments, say something positive and say on the thread, Ted Brower and Austin Brower on the Ted and Austin Brower show, they fully endorse Dr. Lee Merritt. And anything they're saying about her that's bad is simply not true, quote unquote. Say it, because that's the way I want you guys to protect my friends. Really, really important. By the way, there's been an article now, and they're, and they're, they're talking about all of these different ports and billions of dollars worth of cargo are laying anchored outside American ports as the Biden-induced supply chain collapse worsens. This ain't the Biden-induced supply chain lane collapse. That's not what this is. This is the international Kabbalists who run the planet through their Costa Nostra activities, collapsing the planet to bring in a new world government. 
they're shutting down the crane operators. They're shutting down the automation sequences. They're shutting down everything to prevent this cargo from being offloaded because they're changing the velocity of money so they don't create hyperinflation and destroy the U.S. dollar before the time of its demise is at hand. So they're doing. They're having to make sure they don't allow a multiplier effect from the dollars that you guys are buying things with, and that's why they're giving giant shortages. We warned you that there's going to be a giant meat crisis. Now we have entire sections of Walmart meats being basically tarped off, saying not available at this time. When's the last time you saw that? I'm 66 years old on November the 8th, and I've never seen that. We're having meat shortages. The last time we saw that was World War II. We had meat and dairy and produce shortages because the entire country had basically worked together for the war effort, and we were basically sending rations and cans of rations over to our GIs, and everybody was producing things other than what the mainstream groups needed. That's when they brought us margarine, by the way. you got to give these cabalists credit. They saw a chance, because butter was no longer available, to see to put us give us trans fats and hydrogenated oils, which would massively increase the risks of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, particularly breast cancer in women, and heart disease in men, and all kinds of other problems associated with trans fats. And so what they did, they took Crisco, they figured if they boiled an oil like soybean oil at a real high temperature and used nickel as a catalyst, they could create a trans fat or a hydrogenated oil, and they could give it to us, and they could give us a little tube of yellow food coloring with it, and we can mix it in with the Crisco and pretend like it was butter. This is what they did. And this is how they brought us the trans fats into the market supply. A few years ago, I was up on a TV show, actually it was a TV show, it was a giant radio show with Stephen Vicky. This is back in the 90s when they had a giant audience in Atlanta. And I talked about trans fats and I talked about margarine and how dangerous it was. And one of the major universities there in town came back and had to issue a rebuttal after I was on, saying, Ted Brower doesn't know what he's talking about. There's no reason that trans fats are bad. Margarine is good. Crisco is good. And they came back and actually demanded like equal time. And they did. They had to let them come on. I guess there's some type of public service announcement. Well, then within six months, the Food and Drug Administration was asked to basically uh, label trans fats and hydrogenated oils and how much was the daily amount they could give to people safely. And they said there is no amount that you can safely ingest. It's that toxic. It's that bad for human beings. So Steve and Vicky had me back on again after the FDA came in and said all that. And they said, well, you know, what do you think about this, Ted? And I said, I told you it was going to happen. I warned you, everybody, that the trans fats were bad. Now these universities here in Atlanta are having to basically eat crow because I told them what was going to happen 15 years ago, and now here we are. See, this is the thing that we have to realize is that there's always going to be a person like Dr. Lee Merritt or Dr. Ted Brower or Austin Brower or Jeff Rents or Doug Hagman who's going to tell you the truth, and they're going to come out on a limb, and they're going to say, this is what they're doing. This is how it's happening. And this is the final outcome, but it's up to you to listen or not to listen. It's up to the people who listen to the Ted Austin Brower show to spread this show on all of your data, on your your, your Instagram accounts. Sharon Brower's Instagram, my Instagram account is stbrower Instagram. Use that for Instagram. Sign up for that. Sign it up on your email list. Sign it up on your Yahoo and your in your Google lists and all the other things that you have for your email, send every single person to the show every single day. Well, they don't want to hear the show. Well, too bad. Send it to them anyhow. It's just how it needs to happen. If somebody's in a hotel and the room's on fire, you, and you're, they're your friends, you can't let them burn up. I don't care what you've got to do. Kick the door in. Do whatever you have to. Get them out. That's why the airlines and the pilots 
and all of these people and fire department, fire department officials and all these other people, police officers are saying no to the kill shot because we're making enough noise. They're hearing us now. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you today. You guys are absolutely awesome. Continue to pray for Dr. Lee Merritt. I appreciate you guys so much. Austin, finish it up. Well, you nailed it on the head. That's exactly what's happening now. People are starting to wake up. People are starting to see the light. That's what we just saw in Virginia. I really think that the Virginia populace, even a lot of the Democrats, have decided, you know what, you start telling us what we can and can't teach our children, you start telling us what you will teach our children and we have no say in it, no, nah, nah, bro, we're not good. We're not good at all. We got a real problem. I think they made that loud and clear. And I think everybody, every patriot, every awake American needs to start making it loud and clear. We will not comply. We will not consent. We will not obey. These are unlawful, illegal, unconstitutional orders. San Francisco putting out now. A vaccine mandate within the next eight weeks for children, 5 to 11, vaccine passport. You joking me? Hawaii, elementary school, parents will not be allowed while their children are injected. Come on, guys. I mean, does that have to slap you in the face with a punching bag? I mean, how much more do you need a wake-up call? I mean that sincerely. How much more does America need a wake-up call to realize this is nothing about health? The entire documented aspect from Pfizer, from CDC, from VAERS, everything, they have stated that there's been 558 deaths of children 0 to 17 in the last year and a half. Did you hear what I said? 558 deaths. There's been more children shot in Chicago in that time period than have died from COVID. I'm not going to talk about that. No, no, no. You can't talk about that, bro. That's not a, that's that's verboten. Verboten. You can't bring that up. Now we got to ask ourselves a question, too. The FDA Advisory Committee has now approved the Pfizer COVID injection for children ages 5 to 12 to have a modified formula formulation of the injection for children to include an ingredient that reduces the acidity of blood and is used to stabilize people who have suffered a heart attack. You can look this up now. They're talking about the 10 units of modified messenger RNA that is formulated in lipid particles and supplied as a frozen suspension and multi-dose vials to provide a vaccine with an improved stability profile for use in children 5 to 11 with tromamine, TRIS, buffer, instead of the phosphate-buffered saline as used in the previous formulation and excludes sodium chloride and potassium chloride. Now, what's going on with this now? So now we got an approved injection from Pfizer because the FDA rubber stamped it. Now Pfizer's changing the formulation. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. Just the formulation just happens to be an ingredient composition that helps reduce the acidity of blood and is generally used in people that have had heart attacks. Were they trying to cover up the myocarditis? Are they trying to cover up the pericarditis? 
They're trying to reduce the symptoms in these young children so these children don't go to the hospital within a day or two. That's what it appears to me. There's no other reason why they'd start changing the ingredient list, start changing the formulation on an injection that's been used for a year now. Look at the research, my friends. Ask questions always. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Be sure to give us a call or email us. We're here to help you out the best we possibly can with the highest quality supplements, healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the Cortisol Buster. A lot of people need this right now, including myself. <laughs> Helps out with healthy cortisol levels, supports relaxation and restful sleep. Be sure to check it out on sale for over 10% off on the front page of the website. Cortisol Buster, along with the HGH Stimulate 3-Pack Special, also on sale right now on the front page, healthmasters.com. Thank you so much, my friends. Be strong, be safe, continue to stay in the fight. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.